FCS football podcast with Joe DeLeon. Well, let's get fat. And Sean Anderson. I am a soothsayer. Welcome back, folks, here on the Believe in FCS football podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by my former roommate, former teammate at the University of Rhode Island, Mr. Sean Anderson. It is officially the start of trip week the week where sean and i are going to be traveling to south dakota to watch the marker game between south dakota state and north dakota state sean are you juiced up i'm pretty juiced up excited thinking about this trip week would have other connotations in different circles let's just call this uh tailgate week tailgate week what's wrong with what's wrong with trip week trip week is what people go in the mountains and do we're going to watch a football game is that actually is that a thing it's you know what if you had Joe completely dismisses a half joke, half comment by Sean on your bingo boards. Mark that one down. Starting it off early. Shut up. Just <laughs> that was a bad. I don't even get the joke. I don't understand how, how, you know, how I'm supposed it to. Pointless. It, it might have. It, it was. It was. Do we need to start out? Do we need to do a restart the show? I think we need to restart the show after you just derailed the great open that I gave us here, and you just had to, you know, do whatever the hell joke that was. I'm trying to be excited because we're going to South Dakota, but you're, you know, you're, it's uh, tough being the one. Sometimes you throw the tailgate you keep on swinging. You know, if that was a swing and a miss, it was a swing and a swinging. miss. Me swinging at you when we meet in the airport in Minnesota. <laughs> what do you get the TSA coming after us? <laughs> <laughs> let's get in. The, let's get on the home turf first. <laughs> you think they'll let me take a handgun on and be like, no, 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 you don't understand. It's for a fight. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, Quinn and Williams tried. I'm sure the, they might yeah. let me. <laughs> Maybe we should restart the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's too late. We're already two minutes in. Sean, we got some stuff to cover on this show. Uh, we're going to talk about the fantastic bingo boards that were sent our way. We're going to talk a little bit about a, a guest appearance that we did last week. We've got a lot to cover with, with two upsets, the Villanova one and the Southern Illinois one. And then we, as always, will have certified FCS hacks of the week. And this week was a really good one. We, we got some bangers in there. We got uh, close to 15 of them. Uh, and there were some really, really good candidates. So that is all coming up on today's podcast. Sean, can you just, uh, what, what do you got? You're about to say something. Is it a coveted award to be the hack of the week? Is it, Everybody, Everybody's very invested. It's not a good thing. It's turned into something where everyone's invested, and I like it. I, I, I think that it's not a good thing to be considered the hack of the week. People want me to be hack of the week. I don't want to be hack of the week. I want to be a professional. I like that people wear that as a badge of honor. They want to yeah. see how obnoxious that they can be. This is who we are, Sean. This is it's, the the crowd that we run with. This is the environment that we have created. That we're two slapdicks. That's what it is. Well, hopefully, some of those that want to be a part of Hack of the Week want to also be a part of uh, Bet Online, uh, who are back and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of the basketball season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. What's that face? Uh, What's that face? First of all, I didn't even know you could see me because I thought you were reading the read. But I got half and half. I could see you. The the face I was making because that was the most. uh, That was just a very interesting transition. I'm going to leave it at that. 
That was a weird segue. You know what? <laughs> Why don't you and Mitch just go to go to South Dakota yourselves? Half out. You guys can have some spotted cow. You can have some some beers with olives in them or whatever. Uh, I, the, I might the, cap out after that. After someone's trying to keep the show olives. as a show. I almost uh, I almost ordered one of those beers uh, this this past weekend when I. Oh, does that pertain to BetOnline.ag? It doesn't. It doesn't. Why are you bringing it up? Head to, head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Believe Fifty B L E A V five zero to receive your bonus from basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all these amazing offers available for the twenty twenty one season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Believe in FCS football podcast where the jokes stop. I feel like you're in a bad mood today. <laughs> okay. It likes today. I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah, legs can be a, a day. See, I used to enjoy legs in college, but now when I do them, it's it feels like a chore because uh, you know, you know, like I've got like it bothers my back half the time. Half the time, my knee is bothering me. It's like, is this just the, the downhill road where I'm it's gradually falling funk. apart? I'm in a weird funk post post pump. I don't know what it is. Uh, but the like, I thought I was like, oh, open rack, open rack. Awesome. I'm going to go do the squats. And then I, mm. I finished them. I'm like, what am I going to be moving with my legs later? <laughs> <laughs> the go-to is, is is transitioning the leg press, which is like the soft thing to do. But yeah. um, you got to do them. Otherwise, you look really top-heavy, and that's kind of my problem at the moment. Impossible for me. Yes, that will forever be impossible. And, and the South Dakota crew is going to understand what that means when they meet Sean in person. <laughs> so, uh, so, Sean, I want to hit. I'll hit this first uh, on that note. So we went on the the uh, Split and Hairs podcast, which is a part of FCS Fan Nation on their YouTube. Uh, it's a part of Jackrabbit Illustrated, if I'm correct. I'm, I'm probably completely butchering the details. Um, but that was a really fun experience. We got to talk to to Chad and Brendan and um, get it, you know, get to know them a little bit better. Talk a little bit about the trip, and it was a really really fun experience. So shout out to those guys for allowing us for the opportunity uh, to hop on and chat with them. Yeah, they kicked a metric ton of ass. So uh, find it anywhere if you want to see me and Joe. Basically at our peak. Uh, and mm. if you're a South Dakota State listener, watch that. You'll you'll pretty much get the gist of, of what's going to be taking place this next week. Yeah, and we're going to spend some time. I think when we do our, our preview episode, we're going to tease what our intentions are this week. There's going to be a lot of content though. That's the, that's the general gist of it. And I will say if there is anybody else out there that does North Dakota state coverage, that does South Dakota state coverage outside of uh, the split and hair show that we did. If you guys want to have us on, just reach out We're more than willing to hop on. We always love being invited on to do podcast appearances. If one of us is available, we'll hop on and do it. Um, but yeah, you know, definitely something we're looking forward to. Well, let's let's try to keep it before 10, 8, uh, 10, 10 p.m. E- <laughs> Eastern. You know, I can make I can make some things happen. Some things, mm-hmm. you know, somebody's got to sleep sometimes. Yeah, we gotta you gotta get some sleep eventually. But um, no, that's a <laughs> that's a very very good point. It, that's not the first time too that we've been invited onto a show that it was taping at a really weirdly late time that we just were. I had to stay up very late for. I didn't really have to stay up that late, but yeah, you, you yeah, no, it was six. It was dinner time for Joe. Who, uh, it was, yeah, it was dinner bed time, time My, for Sean. It was still, it was still bedtime for me. I go to bed early, like a old man. Um, Sean, the other thing too, I want to talk about. So we we made a, a 
I, I love our listeners. I have to say this. I absolutely love our listeners because every time we make a throwaway comment of something stupid, just just really dumb stuff, stupid stuff, our listeners always pick it up and run with it. We always have somebody who's like, oh, I can turn this into something funny. So we had three people this week. We had three people. Damn my man on Twitter. We had... Uh, let me pull the other guy. Colin was one of them because I gave Colin a hard time and I said, you better send this one. And then the other one was Nick Mayer. He also sent in one. And all three of these bingo boards for the show are 100% usable, but they were absolutely fantastic. How spot on. They broke us down better than I think any of us could have broken each other down. I was almost insulted. (laughs) <laughs> I'm almost insulted at, at how they boiled down the show. Uh, and maybe we've been really narrow casting as of late instead of broadcasting as we should be. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to feel about it. Honestly, I, you know what? The initiative, all that is fantastic. I love it. It's just so much. I, I, and Collins, it's like P1 listen like stuff that we haven't talked about in a while collins is probably yeah. the the overarching uh overarching uh one about us personally and then there's just so much stuff i mean we haven't talked about your haircut or color in a while i don't think it's just we talked about it when did we talk about it last it was two weeks ago we definitely talked about it we definitely brought it up sean gets through an ad read uninterrupted yeah that Mark that, uh, that that would never get marked there. That will never get marked. I want to know who won bingo this week. Just pick one of the boards that was retweeted. Um, if you play bingo, it, it, it would it would be a fun thing to follow along and use one of the boards of your choice to, to yeah. see if we do get a bingo. And trust me, we don't want to get a bingo. That means that we are stale. <laughs> <laughs> that means it is some stale things happening. That doesn't mean it was stale because all oh. the things I think on the board are like like okay, this is uh, you know this is pretty uh, you know pretty sloppy. <laughs> cuss word segue in quotes hack in quotes joe gushes over ryan jo- sean makes joke and joe dismisses it it that online re- ad read is derailed sean attempts math for FC- fc estimates I mean, what i'm not doing the i don't you know used to, to do that it. that was actually like a season one thing was that you used to we used to sit and bicker about the math because you you had a we had a really cockamamie process for doing it instead of just writing down our picks ahead of time yeah. we thought of the brilliant idea of just naming the the teams off the rip uh and then re-listening to it yeah and then go oh, back and right. re-listening oh. to it and it was a total cluster f trying oh. to trying to do that so um well, thank you for those folks who participated in that because I thought it was absolutely freaking hilarious. That made we made me happy, but at yeah, the same time, when I read through it, I'm like, "Is this, is this what is this what we're doing? Talk about ring lights every damn day?" <laughs> uh, we kind of are. We kind of bring it up every week, and now our listeners are 100 percent playing playing along because right. that was uh, included in the uh, hack of the week. Uh, all right, Charlie, let's pull up to the water cooler here. Let's fill up our cups. <laughs> Welcome to the water cooler. John, the first thing that uh, you might have missed, I don't know if you heard about this one, Sean. I am no longer capable of picking and providing input on who is the t- in the top five best teams in the FCS. And I'm done trying. I think I am done trying to do it because every freaking week that I feel confident in a team and a team proves to me that they d- deserve to be in the top five conversation. Right. 
they lose. They lose to a totally random-ass team, a game that you just didn't expect to happen, or it, it, you, you're too confident in your predictions of a, a matchup and somebody sneaks out. So this past week, we had the, the less unexpected one with Northern Iowa beating Southern Illinois 23-16. to Huge win for Northern Iowa. They're trying to reestablish dominance and really prove themselves as to make a playoff push. That's a big win for them. But the one that I just cannot wrap my head around is Villanova losing to William and Mary. And that completely just effed up everything for the CAA. Uh, they, they actually almost demolished them. They were beating them pretty good at one point. 31-18, multiple picks from Daniel Smith, a totally uncharacteristic game. And I keep getting the comment from people that, you know, William and Mary's better than they get credit for. I don't even think that's the case. I think that everybody is just so competitive in the CAA that nobody can establish dominance, and this is the result that we're going to get until the end of the season. And a lot of times, Shauna, and I want to end, I'm going to end with this point. I have said on this show, and we've we've both said this on the show, that the CAA is the SEC of the FCS. And we've got a lot of disagreements from Missouri Valley Football Conference fans and even some big sky fans. I now no longer agree with that take. I think we got a MIAC complaint once also. Uh, which, or swag, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's different. I think that the CAA is the ACC of the FCS. And if you look at this, the, 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 oh. the, the ACC over the past couple of years, they had the one dominant team, JMU Clemson. That team, Clemson is not down as bad as, uh, or JMU is not as down as bad as, as Clemson is this year. But everybody keeps just eating each other. And nobody knows who is good in the ACC because of it. So I think that's a good comparison. I don't think anyone's going to argue with that. Regionality works, too. Well, in a couple of weeks, we'll all be eating Hokies. Am I right? <laughs> Provide some analysis. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> the, I, uh, it's awful. That I'm took, wait, that took, that's, such a, that's such a far, a long way to go for a non-payoff we're joke. multiple weeks away from from thanksgiving i it didn't it took me a while to even figure that out it was an all it was bomb um Uh, dude your analysis is spot on uh because as soon as you said acc i'm like what about clemson and i said caa oh jmu and then everybody else just kind of falls in line you got Pitt playing good sometimes you got florida state and and they lost to miami they lost Pitt was the good team this year Pitt was the 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 good team that had the weird western michigan loss and they lost to freaking miami it's the same thing. Miami without Derek King also. Yeah, Miami without uh, without my guy Derek King. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah. You know what? Good call, Joe. Good call. I, I want to disagree. I like when we debate and yell at each other and do all that. You're right. You're spot on. Uh, and, you know, the ACC also a good thing. They don't have to have like Notre Dame in their conference and have to deal with all that and the TV, right? You know, but it, it's mm. still fun uh, to see the uh, – not fun. What am I talking about? I, I've lost my train. You're right. I, I don't know what to say after I, I admit that you're right. That's all I can say. Is it, you you made a good point. This is so it, odd for me. This is walking on Mars. It, who's got on their bingo board? Sean admits Joe is right because that has never happened on this podcast. I don't know if that ever has. There's usually, there's usually something that you disagree with me on. Um. All right, Sean. What, what, what else did we miss this week? Uh, North Dakota State just blew the doors off of Indiana State. No one thought that the um. No one thought that it was going to be a very close game, but uh, it, on the verge of a shutout uh, for North Dakota State. But their punter dropped a snap for his safety. The North, North Dakota State uh, punter did. So the final score ended up being 44-2, to I believe. 
Yes, that one was included. Yeah, that one was included because of the obscurity of that, that they were blanking Indiana State. And I think I saw somewhere it was a freshman punter or something like that. The snap wasn't great, and I don't know who to blame in this instance, but it was just a totally muffed operation. It just it completely marred the whole thing. It was just a one of the best teams won their game, but it's just a random included dumb thing that, that happened in it. Would you rather have that happen or have Chris Boswell roll out for a fake field goal and get his ribs crushed in? <laughs> I'd rather not lose my kicker. What a uh-huh. stupid call that was. I know it's the FCS football show, but if we're talking specialists, yeah, one A for specialists. <laughs> Why wouldn't you do that with your punter? The, their punter's 250 pounds. Why wouldn't you have a play call for a, a, a why wouldn't you or kick the field goal? It's a good question. Yeah, fools. Um, Sean, take the next one because the last one's going to require some uh, oh, some extra describing. I haven't seen the last one yet. I don't think. Uh, just, just you, you, you take the next one. It, it deals with the with the boys that I are, don't like the, 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 the official team of the FCS uh, football podcast. You. The official hack team of the FCS football podcast. <laughs> Portland State, who has never done anything to us ever and has never said a bad word about us or denied an interview, whatever. <laughs> They're rolling, and they had a 42-21 win over Cal Poly. And for some reason, they're the hack team that has been dictated and placed on our doorstep. I'm not becoming a Portland State fan. I don't believe Joe is either, but Joe is leaning closer to it than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have this in my in, in my water cooler, but Joe wanted it. Uh, but I guess they get a win. So for everybody out there who is a fan of Portland mm. State or likes commenting on them, here you go. I will serve it up to you on a platter. They win. Yeah, I'm a jackass for putting this in here because I, I mean, all the there wasn't like any like, wow, that's a big headline. It, it was like a lot of teams winning close games that were highly ranked, like Kennesaw beat Gardner Webb, and it's like, yeah, good for you. And everybody won that was supposed to win. The, the two upsets we already talked about. <laughs> the Kennesaw would be fine. Masseroni texted us and said how big of a week it is. Yeah, well, I don't want to. Di- I don't want to dignify him. Um, Why not? He's an <laughs> absolute. He's a great guy. We dignify Colin every single week. We, dig we don't dignify. No, because Nick is too nice. Colin's an idiot. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, I had to include this because we have been clowning on this team, and they're actually playing good football. It's I like, wouldn't even say we've clowned on them. I just feel like it's been an every, Everyone has clowned on them. Our listeners are clowning on him. We're playing along with the clowning on, and they they're winning. I'm gonna. I don't know a thing about Portland State. I don't want to talk. Neither about do them. I. <laughs> Nor do I think Wait, I you will. You don't know a thing about them. No, I don't know no, what their starting quarterback what are we is. Doing? Oh, the, oh, <laughs> the fans are control. <laughs> oh my god. It's part of the bit, Sean. It's a oh, part of the, the bit. Hell. So the last one's another total slappy thing that we have to bring up. So the um, the Grizz fan pod tweeted out before the the Southern, I think it was the Southern Utah-Montana game. Can you check if they played each other? So they tweeted out this picture, and the caption on it is, every Southern Utah player is dropping something into this bucket on the way out to the field. It is labeled all in, and you can see in this picture that I – I sent over to Sean on Twitter. I don't know if you looked at it on what game day, and it's a it's a bucket with with Sharpie on it that says "All In." I'm looking at it now. What are we doing? And what is this? <laughs> the Grizz Grizz Fan Pod at Grizz Fan Pod on Twitter. Well, you're welcome for the free promotion. 
uh, says any Southern Utah experts want to elaborate. So I, I have to say that for those that don't maybe don't have the background in football played in high school, but when you get to college and it also happens in high school, there's always something that your coach tries to do some type of symbolism to rally behind. And you usually do some weird bit. And most of the time, if it's a good coach, we'll do something that makes sense. And like when we had three more feet for Rhode Island, it was a rallying point. It was, it was based on a a story that our coach told us uh, or some folk tale that our coach told us. And and the, the, the story behind it was just generally, you need to keep pushing because if you stop and give up, somebody else is going to produce the results that you were working for. Yeah, it's the gold miner in the mountain story. He gave up yeah. three feet short of the big hole. Sold his equipment to somebody else. He ends up, uh, the person who bought the equipment ends up getting the gold. The guy who sold it gets nothing. He gets his money back. And, but I have to say that this one is a new level of stupid. There's, there's always something that... Coaches overthink this crap, and they try. Way I think too this hard. is underthought. <laughs> Do you think that this is actually? I kind of agree with that. <laughs> it's it's, it's just so dumb. <laughs> it, I'm telling you right now, if Donnie, the quality control exactly. coach, was exactly. walking around with a bucket that said "all in" on it, you I'm walking past mind. the bucket. I'm you walking past mind. the bucket. That's how I know the season's over. That's how I know that we're done. That's usually what you do when you haven't won a game or you've got like two wins on the season and you're just. Well, he did it again, folks. We'll be here for, you know, he'll be back in like five seconds. I did it again. Uh, I told him. Okay. StreamYard needs to include something that doesn't let you exit out of the freaking window if you're trying to swipe in between uh, whatever. But besides the point, it's pretty stupid. Yeah, no, this is a, uh, I don't know what I would put in there. Uh, maybe I would put like a, I don't know, an apple. Uh, what, something in the bucket. Everyone. apple. Yeah, I'm trying to think gonna, what I would have gonna, that I would never You're going to discard your garbage? into. Yeah. The, I think it's like you put in like a note kind of thing. A note? Like you write on something in there and you put it in, in the all in. You know what I'm going to put in there? I'm going to put in one of my practice cleats. <laughs> so I'm going to do it. It's just going to take up the whole bucket. So just for, for context, Montana beat Southern Utah this past weekend, 20 to 19. So apparently the weird bucket shtick was that useful. You know what? Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I mean, they're still bad. They're still not a good football team. Well, now I want a bucket. I've been completely flipped after hearing the score of that game. I'm in on the bucket. I, I, I would argue that it was one of those games where Montana saw the bucket and they're like, oh my God, what is this clown stuff? And they they completely just wrote them off. I'm going to treat the bucket like the Drake. You hate it or you love it. Right now, I love the, I love, I love the bucket. <laughs> Come on. Get, that, that, that one's okay. I think the listeners, will, you know, they get that one. Yeah, I think they will. All right. I want to buy my own bucket. We should get our own bucket. Do um, we have a, a game, Joe, that we would like to take a deep dive in? No. Okay. Yes, we do have a highlight, a headline game of the week. So we, we previewed you and I, SIU, and, and Sean and I, the total bozos that we are, we we very defiantly, by the way, I have to point out on the, the bingo board, somebody wrote down that Joe says defiantly when he means definitively. I, I'm using defiantly correctly, right? I'm not tripping. Let me look at what defiantly means. This is what you do to us. Part folks. of your... Defiantly. Part of my vocabulary. 
defiantly in a manner that shows oh. open resistance or bold disobedience. I am not. I am defiant. I am not using that correctly. Definitively. Wow. That's right. You are a rube. <sighs> you are past a hack. You are a rube. This is also, by the way, everybody, you can't become rube of the week. We're not taking this. That's not a thing. Joe himself, sole rube of the show. And I have tons of verbal flubs. Tons of them. Defiantly. I need a second. That's that's that actually hurts because I use that word a lot. You use it all the time. Why did I think that meant something I else? I haven't even I, I haven't even processed it because you've used it so much. I'm thinking that's just how you use it. Now I gotta think if I've been using it wrong. Uh, if I picked it up from you. Okay, well, we just assumed that SIU was going to stomp you and I. We broke it down. We thought it made a lot of sense. And then you and I decides to say, no, no, no. We're a better team than we deserve credit for. SIU is overrated. We were. Yes, I was adamant. Adamant. Uh, No, I don't know if that works better. This game was uh, very, very depressing to watch as it unfolded. Two interceptions for Nick Baker. Still threw for 300 yards. They struggled to run the ball. Uh, turnovers is really what killed them in my eyes and really kept them from being able to stay in this game. But it was close because SIU has a very good defense. And as we know, UNI's passing attack led by Theo Day is not very good. The guy barely threw for 100 yards, but they couldn't stop Bradrick Shaw, who was running all over them. But the thing that stood out to me in the end of this game, Sean, that made me so freaking frustrated is that SIU gets all the way down 23 to 16. They're in the red zone. They're capable of scoring. And four straight times, they threw for the end zone. All four times, incomplete passes. I I, I don't know if they were out of timeouts. I don't know if they didn't have um, enough time left or something along those lines. But I just don't understand that approach to just aim straight for the end zone. I'm not saying you have to run the ball and you risk running the clock out, but why do you not actually, if you have time to run four passing plays, you have enough time to run the football. And spike yeah. You it. can hit a crossing route across to get you up to the five yard. And, and then send s- everybody to the end zone, hit it underneath crossing route, whatever, you know, but, there's right. obviously we're armchair quarterbacking this thing. Uh, but at the same time, I think they were what, like the 15 or the, t- you know, they were it was too closer far than out that. Be, they were too far out to be doing that though. And I had the same, I had the same thing as you sitting here thinking, mm. I don't like these calls. I don't like any of them. You're not moving closer and you obviously don't have the dudes or you don't have whoever to be able to pull this off. You don't have a, a, a Samori Torre to be able to just jump or a Sam Ackham. Samori Torre. Is that a soccer player? No, Torres was on Montana, but he, oh, um, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. The, you don't have a, a big tall receiver. You can go 50, 50 ball on the fourth down play. It was actually Baker's best throw uh, of that, of that session. It was a good 50, 50 ball, but 50, 50 balls. He lost that one. The well, others that, were just bad passes. That's my pro- bad plays, rather. Right. You know, he put it where it was supposed to go, but it was just bad plays. I'm like, ugh. That's my problem with it. it is he, the guy turned the ball over twice because he was forcing the ball, and then there was the one tipped one, uh, too, which was just a, a really scary spot to be in. It's it's tough. Stuff like that happens. Balls bounce weird. But it, like all four plays were were thrown into co- in tight coverage. There was yeah. not a single ball where it was like, misplaced or something like that. It was all in a tight coverage. If the first two are not completed because it's really tight coverage, how do you not on the third one throw something underneath, try and pick up some yards, and then and go from there? Maybe I'm misjudging the amount of time that was left, but rec- I, that's just I, I, it's just question questionable decision-making there. I don't get it. Also, 
Nick Baker, please. I'm not, I'm not an old man. I'm going to sound like one now. Please tuck in your jersey. It looked, it was a terrible look. You know when, Joe, remember when all the offensive linemen would have the, the jerseys pulled up and the long sleeve, the long shirts, the long sleeve mm-hmm. shirts out, all kind of billowing and, and a little sloppy? This jersey untucked by, by Baker? Awful. It was distracting. It, mm-hmm. I couldn't even focus on the plays because I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Tuck your jersey in. You do sound like an old man. I know I do. I know I do. And I don't care how a player dresses. I don't care. I'm not I'm not everybody needs to look the exact same. That's not my mantra. That's not what I go by. Uh, but golly, that was a distracting look for the field. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. I don't know. It wasn't a clean look. Maybe I'm hate uh, hating, whatever. Uh, but it was just uh, definitely off-putting for me. Before we get to the fat stats, I ask this question every time we talk about one of these upsets or one of these close-ranked games. Who do you buy in? What do you buy into more in this? In this SIU being more overrated than we really thought, or you and I being better than we thought? It's tough because SIU put themselves in a position to score at the end of the game, no matter how much we dislike the calls. When it got tight, good teams give themselves a chance to win. They didn't roll over, they had themselves there. But also, I mean, if you're number one, you got to be sit, you know, if you're the you got to be able to close these teams out and you and I just doing you and I things, which is giving great teams a hell of a run for their money and then beating them. It was a turnover battle. And sometimes a turnover battle doesn't go your way. Right. It's part of football, but maybe I'm not, maybe I'm a little lower on SIU. Maybe I am. I can be that. I can be a little lower. Don't turn the ball over. I think for me, I'm not. I'm not going to take too much away from SIU. I, I think that they have the defensive capabilities to win a close football game if they execute better, especially with their play calling, and they don't turn the ball over the way that they did. So, like, if they got into a situation where they have to face North Dakota State at the end of the season, I I, I still believe in them to to keep it competitive. What are they in your pockets? Last week you were no. Hot. I'm just. I'm I'm still I'm still not losing out on on SIU. I, I think they just played a bad game. I thought I think that they just they were out of the rhythm. They got caught off guard. They got caught with their pants down. And you and I knew exactly what they needed to do to to win this football game, which is turn the ball over, play really good coverage, don't allow Nick Baker to to throw as a fa- the big thing for me here is that I think Baker had like forty something passing attempts. Baker is a great quarterback and he's really good for that team. But when they're not able to run the ball, I, I don't think that they're they're as as potent offensively. It really clearly caused some problems for them. But I do have to say that you and I, with their current record, the wins that they have, I, I'm much higher on you and I right now. I, I, I win. That's Theo a big late season yes. win. That's exactly what that team needs, and that's going to get them. I don't know. I don't know, man. We we we're too. We're too spotty so far. We're too spotty to, for me to be all definitive. That's a huge win, though, and nobody could take that away from them. It's going to put them in consideration this next week. They're going to get a boost. Everyone's going to be sitting there like, wow, we just really just beat SIU. And it's not like we said SIU is going to come out this year and be 13 and 0 with the championship and destroy everybody. But still, so far, so so far, it's been so good. You know, the only thing is, I, I refuse to to buy into Northern Iowa's offense. Uh, Theo yeah, Day for me is barely not- throwing for 100 yards. That's that's not, that's a problem. If you want to win games in the FCS, that is the defining factor for me. Is if you you can have a really good defense, but if you don't have a quarterback that can execute in crucial situations, 
in more difficult games, you're you're screwed. You really are. And I'm sorry, Theo Day, to to, to be that negative in your direction. Um, but 103 yards and two picks is is really not going to cut it for me if you need to win those win those close games. And that was the same problem that they had when with uh, McIlvain, I think, wherever the hell you pronounce it. I mean, he's gone now, but he, same crap. I could never buy into him because he, he did the same thing. Weber State Constantine makes me think of him too. Yeah. Same thing. Turn the ball over. Inconsistent. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. I... Let's hit fan stats. Their defense I can get behind. Offense. What have we seen so far? You know. All right. Fat stats. Here we go. We're gonna run through them. A little smaller list this year uh, or this week. This year. <laughs> it's been a much bigger list in total this year. If you've been listening since the beginning, it would just be like I don't know two players. But now we're starting to show the love a little more. So let's run through these. JMU quarterback Cole Johnson is the first on the list. He went twenty-two for twenty-five with three hundred seven yards and six passing touchdowns. I believe he had five in the first half, Joe. That's pretty mm. fat. And I, uh, you know, hearing the five in the first half, whatever type of difference that makes for me, it does make a difference. That's pretty fat stat. Next up here, uh, North Dakota running back Otis Way, 21 rushes, uh, 156 yards, and three touchdowns. Most only running back on the list this week. Other guys had a little more yardage uh, and less touchdowns. No one had more than three rushing touchdowns, though. Eric Schmid graces his presence on the list yet again, I believe. It's not his first time by any means. Uh, I don't think, right, Joe? He's been on here before. Sam Houston quarterback, uh, 25 for 37. Sh- Schmidt has been on the list before. I think he might have if he had a big running day also. I might have included uh, I don't. I don't recall. I don't believe he did. Maybe it's his first time. Well, then welcome. 27 for 30, or 25 for 37, 298 yards, five touchdowns, and one interception. It's fat enough to make the list. You throw for five touchdowns, it's fat enough to get on here. Same with Stephen F. Austin's Trey Self, 32 for 39, 346 yards, and five passing touchdowns as well. And then our yardage leader, passing-wise, on the list uh, this week, VMI quarterback Seth Morgan, 27 for 41, 463 yards, and three touchdowns. Three touchdowns, not that fat, 463 yards. Mm. That'll get you a nod for sure. Joe, who do you like the most on this list for the fattest player of the week? Uh, I'm actually it's pretty easy for me. Cole Johnson, man. I, I, I bashed that kid. So I, I can't call him kid. He's older than me. I know. Um, <laughs> Cole Johnson is a grown ass man. The guy's probably got uh, his own health insurance plan at this point. Uh, I, I bash him a lot. And I, and I think that I provide some serious concern for what he can do and, and how effective he can be for JMU and important games. But Elon's like Swiss cheese, apparently 22 for 25, man. That was my biggest downside yeah. for him is that he, in tough games, he does not complete the football very well, but damn dude, three Oh seven for six on 22 for 25. That's that's wait, 25 pat. That's a, I'm wait, I need to do really quick math here. I'm big on the uh, only three incompletions myself. He would be my fat stat. 24% uh, of his passing attempts were a touchdown. 24%. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Right. winner, winner, easy. Good yeah, match. Jamie's <laughs> Jamie's going to need him to step up because uh, AJ um, uh, Percy AJ Obese he's he's hurt for he's done for the season, Oof. and, and Zoe's day to day right now. So golly, yeah, tough for them. Oh, oh good way to, way to step up. All right, wrapping things up with everybody's favorite segment, certified FCS hack of the week. So we we have uh, a lot of contributions. Um, this week, Colin has a couple reasons to be included. Uh, and I'm recalling another thing that I'm going to mention in a sec. So 
Uh, these are the ones that are honorably mentioned, and we're going to pick a winner because we couldn't choose which one we felt was the was the most standout-ish. How could we? Yeah, so, just just yeah, they'll they'll hear. So, friend of the show, consistent listener, and submitter to Hack of the Week, Kyler Neal. Portland State is underrated and a potential playoff team at four and four, even though their only D one wins are against teams that have gone one and sixteen in the Big Sky. Kyler's the one who started this bit. Yeah. By the way, and that man has so effectively continued this bit that he's got me bringing up it during the damn water cooler. I gotta give him. I gotta give him credit. He gets the he gets the nod at least for for being mentioned for him playing it out in this far. He must he have beef with Portland State or something. I don't get it, man. I also he understands his audience. I think we said this. You know, if you put a Portland State thing on there, you you'll probably get mentioned because <laughs> that's what Kyler's done to this program. He's done it every week. So here comes Colin, who had three submissions. Uh, we're only going to mention two of them, but I want to mention something else that he said on. On uh, actually, I'll, I'll mention. I'll lead in with this one. So on Saturday, I was I was at Notre Dame. I was at the Notre Dame North Carolina game. It was a night game, and I paid to go to the bar that's right outside the stadium, and you could pay for a fee to hang out there, or watch the games that were going oh, on before. God. And I you could, I remember, Better. you could order whatever drink that you wanted. So I tweeted out because I, I, you know, I was having a good time, and I'm like, you know, I'm gonna be here for six more hours. Let's get creative because this is the only time I can have a, at a bar order whatever I want. This isn't bottomless mimosas for two hours. This is I can order whatever I want in the next six hours. So I put on Twitter. I get some fun, fun suggestions. People provide some good insight. I did take up a couple of them. Colin Googles the worst, most disgusting drinks that a bartender can make. And I asked the bartender about one of them, and she was appalled because she knew exactly what I was talking about. Of course. It was either there were two of them. There was one that was a New Jersey actually I can't even say the third one on the show because it's so uh yeah, you can't. vile. One was a New Jersey turnpike and one of was a smoker's cough. But the mixture of one of them, and I can't remember which, and I don't even feel like looking back, was mayonnaise and Jaeger. I I, I can't even cough. I can't even stomach uh, why what that's so disgusting. I so Colin submitted that without even knowing that he's put in a hack of the week because he he did that. That's the early early leader in my book just for that, and that wasn't even a submission. But this is a he's a, this is a, a a joint project apparently, and Colin is just all in on trying to win this the the hack of the season. He then commented, and he Colin knows very well that I, I have most of the current URI football players following me and mm -hmm. most of them are very active on twitter so he comments you or i will finish the season on an, a six game losing streak so that's obnoxious but wesley neal former four-star defensive tackle recruit who has been a dominant player in his early days at the university of rhode island on the defensive line commented in response to colin lol colin did not respond <laughs> we're still not done yet you got one last part here because why would we be done? Colin then, he made a dumbass comment about like how no FCS teams moving up to the FBS, which I, Colin, th there's already confirmed sources that say that they're moving to, JMU's moving to the Sun Belt. So we're, we're just going to move past that one. He also commented, your trip to South Dakota becomes a distraction for the South Dakota State football team. South Dakota State loses the marker game and fans blame it on you and Sean. 
Any thoughts? I, I'm speechless. He he. <laughs> you know what he did? He got a quadruple double. That's what Colin Sutrick did this last week. He got a quadruple double. <laughs> ten boards, ten assists, ten blocks, ten points. That's what he did across the board. And there's nothing anybody else on this list can do to beat that, in my opinion. It was <laughs> a continuous air raid over Joe's timeline and my timeline. And guess what? Because I interact with Joe so often on Twitter, I see Colin every time I log on. And this is what I see. Yeah. You don't tweet as often as I do. How so, could I? Uh, <laughs> you think I want to deal with that? Do you think I want to deal with that? Well, we did say that that uh, we missed Colin commenting on everyone, everything oh he God. tweets. So he did turn tweet notifications back on, I believe. But I think some other people might have hit some better home runs. But Colin hit four straight doubles going four for four. He hit, so I don't, he hit for the cycle, Joe. He hit for the cycle. I don't know how he did it. And to be clear, guys. This does not mean if you submit four really bad takes, you automatically win. That is not the case. No, no, no. There's, there's nothing context here. Nothing is going to top this performance. I don't think anything is going to top this performance because to, just the, the, the detail that was done on all four of these. It's remarkable. I don't know how he did it. I, because most of the other ones, and this is no knock on everybody else's take, Everyone else's take is like, okay, I'm going to say something crazy and see see what the re the reaction is and 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 get called out for it, or I'm going to say something really weird. But Colin has successfully picked things that we consistently he knows is going to aggravate us, and maybe that's because he's like the first listener we've had since day one, and he's been listening for three years, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I I've never seen such a performance. Like like this, this is it's winning the Masters, with, uh, shooting under you know he shot a minus twenty. That's what he did all four days. Perfect Thursday. Hey, Thursday swing felt crisp. Friday uh, short game was fantastic. Uh, Saturday hitting bombs off the tee, and then Sunday let's just all put it together here and just go uh, twenty under for the final round. That's what we're gonna do. It, it's it's insufferable. Sean, you know what the worst part about this is, huh? There's a 50-50 shot that Colin doesn't even listen. I'm just going to move on from that. <laughs> oh, did you just get some skinny? No, I just said there's been some times where we've talked about him, and, I, and I've like had to go back and say, Colin, you don't appreciate this one. He's like, oh, I'll go listen. Oh my, it, God. my point is that he doesn't always consistently. Oh, my God. I think he doesn't. I think he doesn't. Because we talk about him enough where he should be commenting on everything we talk about. We spent too much time on this. We've got a couple more that we need to address. I'm going to save Dustin's for last because I think that one's really funny. So Lawrence came in here with one that he also knew would get under our skin. After their win over Villanova, uh, Lawrence Smith had this one. I think I already said that. After they went over Villanova, William and Mary has cemented themselves as the best team in the CAA. No, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Just because you beat the current best team does not make you the best team. They have a bad loss, too, if I'm correct. I just want to pull it up. Look, that's hack enough to get it brought up. Because they lost to Maine. Oh, oh, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if we should indict them on that. Uh, I don't know. After recent events, uh, <laughs> yeah, we. <laughs> but, well, uh, I'm I'm out on Rhode Island, so that's that's all that matters. Oh, you're out. 
Oh, I'm out. No, I, I'm I, out. I can't. I can't. I can't come on here. I look like a clown. The amount that the things yeah. that I said. I there's, there's a reason why people keep commenting you or I things. It's because right. I've, I've been so aggressive. But my point is, yes, their their one loss is against bad losses against Maine. They also have a Virginia loss at the beginning of the season. That one you can't necessarily knock them as much for. I don't think that they're the best team. I think there's more well-rounded teams. Uh, I still think Virginia or uh, Virginia, Villanova or JMU's better. Uh, I, I don't. I think this was just an off week for Villanova. It's just you know what hack enough to get mentioned because he's playing to his audience and congratulate you know good good for him. That's what he should be doing. If mm-hmm. it, you know, who knew that the slate was going to be so strong this week? Longtime friend of the show, Craig Haley. Stats FCS, or now the analyst, uh, he came in saying Sanderson Radio is a hack for not letting me win the weekly award. I, <laughs> you wanted hey. this one mentioned, you care to explain? Hey, Craig, I, res- I, I respect you. You're you're the dude in FCS. You're the dude. <laughs> Why do you want to be the hack? It's it, it's not a good thing. <laughs> it's you're the pro. You're the guy that we you know. I've never thought you were a hack ever. You've never tweeted anything that wasn't informative or later stolen by me and Joe and passed over as our own stuff as our own original content. You have show prepped uh, the first year of the show, Craig, you did our show prep. That's, that's what it was. So we are indebted. Therefore you couldn't be a hack, but I didn't know that you wanted to be one. How could he be Joe? It's Craig Haley. Yeah. It's a good point. Uh, okay, here's the last one. And uh, this one I, I got a good laugh out of. Dustin Helton. Uh, he says, you and Sean will be passed out drunk by noon on Saturday. And so I responded that uh, I think you underestimate the size of Sean and also, you know, just our our uh, our tolerance levels. Um, Since COVID, mine has exponentially risen. I can say with with certainty. First of all, there's not going to be anyone bigger than Sean there. That's no, just, I, not not gonna... I go out there and get get in the on the, on the goal line if they need <laughs> for either team. Put put me in a, on on wing on field goal. That's what the <laughs> Sean will be the biggest human there for anyone wondering. Uh, Sean's not a small offensive lineman. Sean is was a tackle. There's a but there's been instances where I've been with Sean and he's you've had like what. You've told me you've had thirty beers in a in a day or in oh, a two no, days span. Uh, no, 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 no. Let's not get up to thirty. But there's some days where it just kind of keeps on happening, and you, it, you know, the holidays were a big eating holidays. Mm-hmm. You kind of just lose count, not because you're so hammered, but because you have eaten so much, and it's not really taking you know not taking as much effect. I don't know. Uh, I'm not. I'm not there to brag or out drink anybody. As again. We have responsibilities on Sunday that are vitally important, <laughs> aka and, and also not to make our f- flights right, and also not to make fools of ourselves in in South Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> what if we want to talk to chicks or something? You know, what, what, what I'm going to be stumbling and bumbling around. <laughs> Apparently, uh, not going to um, happen. No, I won't. If I start drinking at twelve, I won't be drunk till three, and that's if it's continuous, which it won't be. I'm, I'm assuming in in this stadium. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, rephrase that. If I start drinking at 12. Why would I, we start at 12? We're starting before that. 
This is an early. This is a. I think we're starting at like seven a.m., dude. I think this seven a.m. Like yeah, I mean, I, that, oh, did I not tell you that? That's what. What? Um, yeah, I was talking to the guys that were tailgating with and 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 Chad and Brendan, and it sounded like we're going to be gearing up at like eight, hey, seven, something. I, that's what you I vaguely recall. Up at eight I'm or seven. I'm going to verify those numbers. Nine or ten, and I'll Uber over there. We're both Ubering over there. Are you kidding me? I'm not. Uh, we'll get separate Ubers. We'll get separate Ubers. I, I, no, I'm waiting. You're getting up. We're getting some coffee and some donuts, hey, and we're gonna waddle on over there. You don't think I would enjoy a little bit of sleep? I think you would know some you situations. Can sleep on the plane. Sleep on the plane. You'll be fine. Best. Oh, oh, because I have such a comfortable time on planes, huh? That's actually true. Yeah, That's actually a good point. Yeah. I'm sure the the guy whoever's next to you wouldn't mind if you fell asleep on top of him. Oh yeah, yeah. They'd, they'd marshal me off that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna get me up? Not the marshal. Somebody's gonna have to. All right, I think that's a good note to wrap us up uh, on. Almost sure. at 50 minutes. We just every week. What we was it? We were doing longer. like 25 minute shows. We were doing 25 uh, minutes. Of- let's see. We're gonna be at an hour and a half each week if we're at, oh at this God. rate. I, I don't. I don't know how people can survive through this for. for I don't know either. Minutes, but this is why I say we're praying for you every week. Um, <laughs> hey, I, 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 I got I got mac and cheese to eat, and then I got oh some football God. to watch. So this is what I'm gonna be doing after this. I'm I'm jealous. I have to go eat chicken. That's what I. Oh, I got some chicken downstairs too. Uh, Rotisserie. Did you buy one of those? Yeah, Harris Teeter tonight. Six bucks. I kind of want some of that now. It's pretty good. (laughs) If I didn't have to work the Giants game, I would go buy one. I might might go buy one. Humble brag. It's not a humble brag. (laughs) You know, I'd rather be doing other things. Uh, (laughs) All right, folks. Thank you for tuning in. We're praying for you. We'll be coming at you with a preview. Stay tuned for a crap ton of content this week. Uh, go FCS. Time is off. Get us yeah. out of here. Follow, subscribe. You know the drill. Yada, yada, yada. Believe sports. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.